Hey everyone, welcome to the Between Soul and Spirit podcast. My name is Jake Allen and this, my co-host, is Robin Murray. Hey! Uh, Today we're going to be talking about uh, names and a little bit of our history as this is our first podcast. So you're going to get a little bit of an introduction to our ministry and what we're doing and uh, also a little bit of where we've come from. So, and specifically how names are important and key in that role. So today we're talking to Carla McDougal. Yes, and I get to introduce Carla. Uh, Carla McDougal is so fitting to be our first guest because she is the reason that we're here. Um, She is the person who's the founder of Reflective Life Ministries. And uh, let me read just the mission statement of Reflective Life Ministries. It exists to share the truth and message of Jesus Christ by producing faith-based films, Christian books and materials, speaking at events and conferences, and partnering with other ministries and mission organizations. RLM is a ministry serving other ministries. And I know Carla's heart, and that's always been her heart, Mm -hmm. is to link arms with other people and to uh, just march together in this journey as we go. And to bring together people that have unique giftings, Mm -hmm. um, giftings that the Lord just seems to fuse together in a, in a unique way. Yeah. She is, that is her gift is to look at people and to see how God can use them. And mm-hmm. so we have been blessed to be friends with Carla through all of these years. And so we introduce Carla and um, tell us a little bit, Carla, about how Reflective Life Ministries began. Well, first of all, I feel privileged to be here with each one of you. It's the original team. It is yep. the original team. <laughs> and honestly, it was truly God that put us together. Um, we didn't go out seeking it. It was just God just just brought us together. So a little bit of how Reflective Life Ministries came to be. Um, in 05, 2005, I was sitting in my prayer chair <laughs> doing a Bible study, and I began to sense the Lord calling to do something different. And I knew it was, he was calling me out to speak and Mm. I was terrified of it. And I don't know if you've, you know, either one of you've had a debate with God, (laughs) but uh, guess who wins? (laughs) Yeah. So about a year later, um, well, let, let me even share that why I had this debate. I found out later in life that I have um, dyslexia, a type of Mm. dyslexia. It was, I'm not kidding you, it was this type of fear that if I was called out in class to read or Sunday school class to read, I would literally start shaking. Mm. Um, So if at that point then in 05, to to think that God was going to be calling me out and I would have to read his word in front of groups of Mm. people, multitudes of people. Mm-hmm. Even now, I have a little fear that shakes on the inside of me. About a year later, I, after this debate, long debate, I felt the Lord just almost as if it was audible. I don't know. I just felt within my heart Him just say, Carla McDougall, I made you. Mm. I created you. And you're exactly right. In your own strength, you cannot do it. But through me, I will do something that you can't do yourself. And so guess what? You'll never get the glory. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I shared it with my husband 
finally, <laughs> because he's the one that knew me better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, oh, he'll he'll cut this off and, you know, <laughs> well, we have to you're, do it. You were kind of hoping for that. I was. <laughs> I was. And and do you know, he looked at me and goes, you were made for that. Mm. And so it was at that point that I thought, okay, the Lord's confirmed it. I was going to be with some friends from college. Uh, by the way, I am an Aggie. Whoop. <laughs> and um, you have to get that in there. Only one whoop that you heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Aggie by marriage. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we love Aggies. So anyhow, um, I was with the, my college buddies that we get together at least once a, once a year. And I we were going around doing our devotional and I just kind of said, I've got a different type of prayer request. And as soon as I said that, the one right across from me said, I know what it is. God's calling you out to speak. And my mouth literally dropped because mm-hmm. I had driving up there. I had said, go, God, God, just give me a neon sign about this thing. Mm-hmm. And um, then Christy said next, uh, the friend next to her said, I have prayed for five years that God would call you into that. And, mm-hmm. It was just as if the Holy Spirit just hovered over that table of of women that, and we began to pray and and just said, Lord, I don't want to get to heaven, and you say to me, you asked, I handed it to you, and you turned it away. So oh, whatever wow. that means, God, mm-hmm. let's go. And I had no idea that um, this many years later. How many years later is that? Twelve, 12 years yeah. later. Oh wow. We would be on our third movie. Mm. Um, we would be where we are. But it, it really is about just doing what God calls you to do, stepping forward and letting him lead and bring those alongside. So was that like the first Carla story where it was these amazing God coincidence kind of things? It, it, it was. It was, <laughs> that was uh, the one of many to come. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was unbelievable. And, mm. and really all of that. And I say this to anyone out there who's struggling with fear of moving forward with where God has for you to accomplish for him, just for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, we, in many cases, look at ourselves as a weak area in our lives, um, like like my dyslexia, my reading issues. And when God's actually allowing it to be more of a uniqueness. Mm-hmm. And so I just encourage not to let any type of weakness that you look at to to hold you back, but to move forward and let mm. God do in you what you can't do. Mm. Um, so, so what yeah. led you to pick that specific name? Yeah, names. I, I love names. I think it's so important. It's well, it's huge in the Bible. I mean, Very names huge. carry identity. So, I like to pick a word for the year you know, in January, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So as we began praying about it, um, I just said, Lord, take me to a verse. And that really is where the reflective part came, reflective life. Um, I knew that I didn't want this ministry to be about me, about Carla McDougall, because it's, it's not, it's about Jesus Christ. And how can we best do that? be a reflection of him and so really it it was second corinthians 3 18 Mm -hmm. and i at that point memorized it from the um new international version the niv and it just became just a lifeline for me um 
But it says, and we with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed from ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that really just resonated within. And if you read the whole, I don't, I don't like to just pick verses out either. So if you read the whole context of it, it really puts it in, into play that much more mm-hmm. of why um, it fits beautifully for this ministry. So Jake, I maybe you could tell how we actually got to know you in the beginning. Well, in the beginning, Carla's ministry was primarily retreats to women, mm-hmm. to groups of women. And I'll have to say that's kind of how I came in. Where I came in is that Carla um, wanted to add some drama into her retreats. And so I was writing scripts, just little kind of goofy skits, really, with kids at the time. And uh, the church asked me to write a skit to go along with some of Carla's talks because she had been asked one of her very first retreats was at our church. Yeah. Um, the women's retreat that year. And uh, it was on, it was like a military thing, right? It was sort of a, yeah, I forget what it was called. The, um, the, <laughs> what was that? One? <laughs> Basic training. It, yes. Yeah. It, it was, it was about putting on the armor of God, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I had written, the skit, though Carla and I had never worked together, um, we had been pulled together to do that. So I wrote a skit for it. Yeah, um, it and awesome. then after that, Carla asked me to write skits for all of her retreats when she put together these retreat packages. So we started doing that. Um, and then, so take it from there. Then, then you wrote. Yeah. So um, I would send, um, you know, format and then. Um, Robin would read it and then she would write accordingly. And it was, it's just was so much fun working with, with her. She is so gifted, so talented. And so it got to around 2009 and women had started asking me, so why don't you put some of this stuff in books and why don't you write a Bible study? So I moved on to, to writing um, a Bible study and that's kind of, that's another podcast of its own, <laughs> but um, but I, I woke up one morning. It was already in the process of being published because women were now going, okay, so do you have a DVD? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't really feel like I was calling it to be totally just like others I've seen before. And I'll never forget waking up one morning. It was like my eyes just kind of just opened up and I just said, Oh my word! What if we? What if I asked Robin to write like a mini series, so that the lessons each week are embedded in the storyline of this movie and this mini series? So it, it they're able to see these characters start reflecting him in their own lives, which the name of the Bible study was reflecting him. Mm-hmm. So I asked Robin, and she goes. Oh, I think that you said this. Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) I, when I was a little girl, I always wanted to write a movie. (laughs) Do you remember saying that? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I always thought, I have a friend that she is great about saying, what are your hopes and dreams? You know? Yeah. And I had just been telling my friend, Tammy, that I had thought, you know, I one day I'd like to write a story or a book that, would be made into a movie and it would really touch hearts, I guess. And so, hmm. yeah, that. Oh, I didn't know that. That was That's this latent, I guess, dream that I never really pursued. 
Uh, it's not like I went to school for that, toward that goal. But when you asked me to write a drama to go along with your with your Bible study and that it was going to be a continuous story, I thought, oh, wow. And, and actually, originally, we weren't sure we were going to make it a movie. That's where Jake right. comes yeah. in. O- originally, um, we didn't know anybody that could make a movie or anything. So we were going to just write a continuous drama. And if churches wanted to put this the drama together, they could do that. Um, but... I remember thinking there's not very many churches that'll probably have the resources to do that, you know, an actual drama team that's Mm going to do that every week. So at that time, there was a young man working at our church in the media department, Jake Allen here. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And he, you know, we knew that he enjoyed having a a camera. And uh, so it was your idea, Carla, I think, to go maybe to go and talk to Jake and see if on his weekends or his spare time, uh, I just thought we would maybe rent a black box theater Mm -hmm. and get some pretty good actors that we could pull together to just do the dramas so that we could record them and get Jake to record them from a couple of different camera angles Mm -hmm. maybe and, um, and just package it together with your Bible study in case they wanted to show it. And at that time, I don't know if Jake remembers saying this, but as a oh well first of all i, I wrote it mm-hmm. you know as i which she wrote it in seven days which absolutely <laughs> blew me away because this is this is a 10-week bible study yeah yeah well <laughs> and it just kind of flowed because because i could imagine it in my head because my mom's husband has a has an old house that used to be a sawmill house mm-hmm. um, in magnolia texas mm. and I have been there before, and the story just started to unfold in my mind, and it was set in that house. And in, anyway, I, I so we brought this to Jake, and he said, well, if you have some kind of location, I've been learning about lighting and about film. Well, yeah, at that time, I had just gotten into photography. Uh, I actually wasn't, I, I mean, I, I don't really have any formal training in what I do. <laughs> so mm-hmm. It's just been but kind of life experience. as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think later, I think that was more like first love. I had actually started to go, in, go to a few classes about lighting and stuff like that, which was the only class I really got anything out of uh, <laughs> that had to do with video. So um, that lighting class was great. But anyway, uh, Carla had approached me. And again, it was just like the Lord at the right time with yeah. the right people mm-hmm. at the right project um, brought everyone together. And with that, I had just gotten this new camera and it was um, not only a stills camera, but it was um, a video camera as well. And so it was really kind of a perfect moment in time because prior to that we would have never been able to to really do something like that and so carla approached me and was just wanting me to video the skits and so um at that moment i was particularly excited about this camera and so i was like well you know if we put a little bit more effort which i had no idea about the effort (laughs) but um (laughs) with a little bit more effort we could make this more into a dramatic i don't think we ever kicked around the term movie but Mm -hmm. it was just more centered around these episodes. The whole thing, I think, start to finish is about an hour, um, which actually is feature length, but uh, mm-hmm. it's really short for a feature length film. But uh, yeah, so I mean, that started that endeavor. And I was just looking back at the calendar and that was in the summer of 2010 that we actually started filming that. Um, and so, yeah, that was our first tiptoe into uh 
film, I guess. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. And we did we did end up back to names. Um, we named the film part because because as Carla started doing the Bible studies, we had she had a lot of women who were like, I just want the movie. I just mm-hmm. want to. Oh, she, she noticed right. that no. it was very effective in keeping people engaged and coming back to Bible study. Yeah, we yeah. didn't even have it packaged together. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It was just with the teaching sessions that you had done. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, but there were people who were just really enjoying following the storyline. And so we ended up calling that movie Behind the Veil. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, going along with that verse from right. uh, that the Re- Reflective Life Ministries was named from. And in fact, the little film starts with that verse being quoted. And, yeah. um, and then as we- I can't even remember. So I guess there was some sort of lull between Behind the Veil because we didn't immediately go right into first love i remember actually we had we were meeting at eden cafe mm-hmm. and it was one of those things like i think we could do this <laughs> sort mm-hmm. of a meetings mm-hmm. uh meeting and so um there was not a bible study written for this one so this was we actually set out to make a film oh, yeah you're talking first. about after behind the veil the right. next step and if i remember it right jake decided to start his own company and uh yeah i guess that was about that time yeah and i think you came to carla it was one of those times carla has a way of calling in and leaving a message and saying (laughs) you're not gonna believe this Mm. give me a call you know so obviously you call her right back and it's always something really cool and exciting um but one of them was that you jake had said something like you know with this much funding um i i'd like to try to for us to make a feature length movie. Yeah, that's right. Because at the time I was working at the church and it was just too hard to, to split the time between, cause we did that. We did behind the veil all in one summer. And so, yeah. um, and that was while working full time. And so it was getting done as Carla was speaking. And so normally on, I, I forget, I feel like it was like a Tuesday night or something like that. I would be editing super late and I would come give her the next piece. Uh, it would be like running. Yeah. I remember one time you were running <laughs> through the doorway, handing me the DVD and I would pass it off to the, I mean, yeah, that's it was pretty amazing. It was cutting it close. <laughs> by so Car- Carla had not even seen what the group was about to see yeah, that went along true. with her so Bible study. Hilarious. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah that most is the time, so true. Most of the time, I sat there and cried because I couldn't believe what I'm watching. It, was, <laughs> it turned out so amazing. So. Turned out good. Yeah. So you're right. That at that point, I had just started my own company, and uh, that's when we had that meeting, just talking about potentially pursuing an actual film, not necessarily something just built around an episode sort of based thing with a Bible study. So, yeah. So the next project was started out with the idea of making a feature length film. And then Carla took that and divided it into something that could be used really well for retreats. Mm -hmm. So we did make our feature length film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At that point is how we got to start working with people like Ulysses Laramendi and yeah, that's a whole Don Ortolano, right the whole different thing, because those those are people who um, have a big part to play in our latest project, which is still out now. But um, but anyway, back to the little history here. Mm-hmm. Um, that second film that we did was not made on quite the shoestring budget. Little mm-hmm. bit there, a little step up, a little step up, and um, you know at that point Jake had learned more and had gathered up some more equipment and. 
was his own man at that point or, you know, uh, working to create this uh, company. Um, And Carla was creating some just very innovative, I I feel like, uh, ways for people to come together around God's word and media. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I think the word that she liked to use was engaging, that when you have things on film, when you use a story, just like Jesus did, mm-hmm. a parable, uh, it is engaging and it captures people's hearts. Yeah. And she was just, uh, had that vision of doing that. And so. Yeah, it shows the truth being played out on screen. Yeah. So that was, um, I'm, I can't remember the writing process in that, but basically Carla and I got together and looked at some notes and I read a whole lot about the life of Peter and wrote a modern day story about the life of Peter. Yeah. Uh, and that, that became a movie called first love. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point that was really kind of the first step of reflective life growing beyond the initial mission, because at, at that point, it was really centered around one character, um, and it turned out that the the female character wouldn't really be able to do that level of commitment, and so we retooled it around um, Ulysses. And uh, I, did we set out with the life of Peter thing, or did that come later? I feel like that came later. Hmm, I don't remember. I think we set out with it. I, I think we I did think as so. well, but we assumed yeah. that we would be able to have a heavier commitment by women because men are working, you know, through the day. (laughs) I mean, you know, not to be Mm -hmm. stereotypical here, but hello, that's kind of the life we all live here is, you know, around here is um, in my world anyway, is that a lot of guys are at work all day and um, the women's time was a little more flexible once kids are in school and things like that. So, uh, we just kind of assumed that we would we would need to write, and plus Carla's ministry at that point was Large, decidedly yeah. toward women. Yeah. Uh, so she was, you know, doing a study on the on the life of Peter, but we just didn't think that that role would be something that we could really make the heavy role in it, mm-hmm. uh, right? Or that that would make sense because it was a women's ministry. But um, but as it turned out, as God would have it, <laughs> uh, yes, our woman who we were getting to play the lead female really became very very busy and was not going to be able to be that whereas the man who we got to play the lead man uh he owns his own business and i think things worked out at that time we're in a good place that he could take a little bit more time he had a huge interest in acting and he's extremely talented in that area and had never really been able to uh, pursue it to a large extent so uh, so, so you had to <laughs> rewrite the whole script. So <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I would say that in all the projects we've done, I'm more of a rewriter That's, than a writer. <laughs> I know? was going to talk about that because that is such a gift to take something and have to rewrite it to fit. And you're very, very good at that. Well, I thank you. I don't know. I don't know how to <laughs> how to do it well, any that, other way. Because that it, was a huge kind of that was a huge shift. Because yeah. in our first project, we had a few hiccups like that before, but this was the first time we encountered a big hiccup. Big rewrite. Yeah. had to rewrite the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that was probably around 2012 that 
first love mm-hmm. came out 11 12 like, 13 i think i think it totally came out in 13 yes okay. my middle son was in it <laughs> and he graduated in 13 oh, okay. and so so it came out at the end of 13 mm-hmm. in the fall because mm-hmm. he had gone off to college okay. and had to come back to, that's right. to the premiere so Good that's how i know that yeah so from there it's it's kind of like these uh you know life happens and all this kind of stuff and then a little idea pops up at that point. I think um, I know for myself that was such an intense process, especially editing that, uh, which is always the case. Um, but mm. no uh, one understands. It was, but the ones that uh, it, you know, I was pretty burned out at that point. But I think it's just the way that the Lord has shaped each of us in this ministry. That's where your heart is, and so it was not long. It was like two months later mm. or something like that. The Lord just started giving me a different idea for another film and uh you know carla and i were still continuing to work together and all that kind of stuff um and i kind of soft pitched it to carla in the driveway one day (laughs) um but then yeah which it was as is normal with these projects it ended up totally different than the initial pitch Mm -hmm. but yeah that was um the the seed was sown i think it is it four years? It's three or four years at this point. Yeah, three. That um, we I are. I think it's strong. three and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, that was the seed of what would later be called "We Are Stronger." So that's mm-hmm. been our journey for the last three and a half years of producing that film, and I feel like the Lord has taken at each step of the way and just molded us together mm-hmm. more and more and more which we're going to get into the result of that here in a minute. But uh, with We Are Stronger, that production has taken uh, about three years. And now we're about six months out from that. And the Lord has been doing some crazy stuff with We Are Stronger. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's talk about that a little bit and uh, how we came to that name and all that. Well, I want to start by asking Jake. I remember the very first meeting we had about what became we are stronger and jake just said i have this idea of an opening scene so what was your idea yeah it's funny to look back but um a lot of times whenever i'm going to bed i guess that's the only point in my life that it's quiet and (laughs) nothing else used to be before you had a baby yeah right um (laughs) but that's normally when most of my thinking happens and i could just it was kind of a combination of things i had inspiration from a documentary I had seen on PTSD and, um, you know, we had worked with Ulysses before and I'd seen him in some different situations acting and stuff that led me to believe that he could pull that off. And so it just kind of came together in my head and I just had this vision of what that could look like, um, as I was going to sleep one night and it just kind of stuck in my mind. And it's so weird to think about like, you know, looking back, the Lord obviously had a purpose to that. Um, and so from there, uh, I kind of wrote up a little bit of, uh, a premise, I think. Um, yeah. and then, yeah. yeah, that's right. Cause that email, it all started with an email titled number three. <laughs> yeah. And we couldn't believe he was ready to get yeah. going on yeah. another project. Cause yeah, it was tough. Yeah. It, yeah. It's so funny because I, at the end of first love, I think we were all just kind of like, okay, well, I don't know what's next with anything, but yeah. Um, so that was, that was really neat to see the Lord just, he's like, nope, this is what mm-hmm. I have for you. And, uh, you know, reaching out and, you know, like I said, I kind of talked to Carla a little bit about that and asked her what she thought. And, uh, she was supportive as always. And, 
So with uh, the email, we sent it. I sent it out and had a little, a little bit of a premise, which was actually not radically far off of um, what it ended up being. Mm. Um, I tried to mess it up, but it, went, but, but it, it was what God wanted it to be in the beginning. <laughs> so yeah, from there, I mean, it just kicks off this whole freight train of momentum with casting and writing and you know for this project in particular there was a ton of research that robin mm-hmm. largely spearheaded or i say largely it was all robin <laughs> robin <laughs> spearheaded all the she research did. she did um so yeah that it led us on this journey of connecting with people and just hearing their stories which i love and i think that's a big part and it's going to be a big part of what we're doing in the future but um and talking to organizations, Christ-centered organizations that were dealing with this. Um, and we reached out to them and they were super helpful to us and pointed us to the right resources. And from that, the Lord just kept crafting it in Robin's mind. And, you know, I guess like 400 meetings later, <laughs> there is a, a script. So, yeah. It was an amazing process. I, I think about us even trying to figure out what are our titles now? What are we going to call ourselves? And so Carla wa- is the executive producer. And I mean, as I look back and as we're talking about this, I mean, I, I think that the value to someone listening might be that let's say they have some little seed idea and they just think, oh, well, nothing will ever happen. Nothing, yeah. you know, but, but, a huge part of this is that Carla's heart has always been to work as a team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To um, you can't you know, do it alone. And is a big thing. exactly, and to start with prayer. Mm-hmm. As she started by gathering a prayer team uh, in in every project you've ever done. Uh, I think Trenda Lynch is mm-hmm. the prayer team coordinator. Yeah. Uh, right now, and is just an amazing, faithful person of, of yeah. prayer. And then step two, you know, just she is always looking for people who have a heart to do the same kinds of things that she does. So um, so as executive producer, that was sort of a new role in mm-hmm. some ways because you had to really come up with funding. God made this into something so beyond <laughs> what I certainly thought of in my mind yeah. uh, as I was writing this script because I was used to writing a script thinking constantly about it we don't have money to do anything like to go anywhere (laughs) so whatever i write has to be something we can film right here well that's really not what god had in mind so do you want to talk just a little bit about what you learning how to be an executive producer for movies when you Uh, never really entered into this ministry um when jake collected all of our creative team together which was at that point about six of five or six of us and he shared the idea I think each one of us looked at each other and said, how could God be calling us to do this project? (laughs) Because we didn't grow up in military families. We're not married to military, first responders, any of that. And I remember us praying. And then it was almost as if we finished and we looked at each other. And again, it was (laughs) like God saying, I'm going to equip you. Mm -hmm. I just need you guys as a team to be the vessels and watch me do. And there again, you can't ever get the glory. It just, it mm-hmm. can't, yeah. seems to be a resound. I mean, I just keep hearing him say that over and over again in all that we do. Um, so um, I give him the glory. 
Mm-hmm. Because what happened was he began to equip us and bring us with, to the right people. Um, Robin, you were able to find the material needed to really dive in and study. And we did the interviews with people that could give us insight. Those that have, you know, post-traumatic stress themselves. And so it, it just, he, he, we continue to watch him do the equipping. Mm-hmm. And then as we started, we would pray and we'd say, God, bring the actors to us and the actress. And I know we'll go into that at some point, too. So mm-hmm. a little FYI here, a uh, commercial um, <laughs> for some of the future podcasts that we're going to have. But mm-hmm. that has been an amazing experience watching God bring the, these. These are volunteers. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this project has been 100% done through donations including you know those actors and actresses that are saying you know i want to i have a passion for this i'm ready to to give my time to that and Mm -hmm. so one by one god brought them and so as far as being an executive producer sometimes i say i really feel like sometimes it was more like a cheerleader along the way (laughs) (laughs) so um, but now (laughs) since it's finished i am Dive, I've been diving into that role and learning mm-hmm. just just day by day. And God, again, has brought people along the way to help me grasp and understand that. Um, well, going so, back to what you said with us not getting the glory, I feel like if any of us were formally trained, uh, I mean, none of us are trained in doing what we're doing, but mm-hmm. he's put us into this role, obviously. And um, all we can do is point to him because it's mm-hmm. not our education or experience or anything that has qualified us to, to do that. Um, yeah. However, I have to say, as I watch Carla be the executive producer um, and the person that is the main person that's promoting this and getting the film out, um, it is so perfectly within her gifting yeah. to be doing that. And, well, and I mean, you as a screenwriter and hopefully me as a cinematographer, yep. like mm-hmm. all of that to see the spirit equipping us um, mm-hmm. and yeah. not us saying, okay, this is, I'm going to flex my, my muscles in this and <laughs> show you and how good I am. It truly does remind me of, of Psalm 133 because, and that verse has just been, or that chapter has been on my heart for years and years, but how blessed it is when the brethren dwell together in unity. Mm-hmm. It's like oil running down on the beard of Aaron and onto his cloak. And it really is when you are united mm-hmm. as one and you operate in your gifts and and according to how he would have you work and you encourage one another and you appreciate each other um and and you trust one another in that gifting mm-hmm. then it it and you you really operate underneath that that umbrella of his direction it's fun mm-hmm. yeah. well, that's i mean it is fun does it mean everything's perfect does it mean the enemy's not going to come after us, you know, in all right. kinds of, you know, different Weird spiritual ways, yep. ways mm-hmm. different, all ways. Which he has. Yep. Yes. <laughs> but does, but, but when you are, when you're, when you're walking side by side with one another, it's fun and exciting knowing that you're doing this for the kingdom of God. Yeah. And we don't know all of those who are affected that just like that oil that ran down on the beard of, of Aaron's coat, that affected the. The, the fibers mm. we don't know the fibers of the people who mm. are being touched by this project wow, that's, that's beautiful mm-hmm. it's like poetic so, <laughs> yes yep 
and so. that's one you know just something that has been really neat to watch too is how Carla has been able to lead this very diverse group of people uh, I mean I would say just from all walks of life and all backgrounds because her heart really is for that unity if there would be any sort of an issue it was dealt with immediately mm-hmm. with prayer and mm-hmm. never allowed to fester yeah. and you know just wow again he equips the called mm-hmm. and you were definitely i got to watch you work within your gifting and mm-hmm. be equipped and and, and everybody it was really great it's okay. just it's just a blessing mm-hmm. to and again, I encourage people out there, um, if you're in ministry and you feel like you're doing this alone, um, God's really calling us to do things together. Mm-hmm. And I, I would encourage you to start praying for God to bring someone alongside you in ministry mm-hmm. um, or others, <laughs> maybe not one, maybe more, but whoever that is, and work together. Right. Right. I think you've been super great at that. So let's talk about the name. Yeah. We which, are stronger. Which name? We are stronger. Okay. Well, I remember <laughs> the uh, artist formerly known as. <laughs> right. We used to, uh, that was a funny little journey there. We, well, okay. Jake and I, our uh, our satellite office is Whataburger. Right. And uh, we would always go meet at Whataburger. And we uh, met at Whataburger to decide, okay, finally, once and for all, what is going to be the name of this movie? Because uh, it, it, at one time, somehow we had gotten off on the idea of using the theme of Jesus loves me and yeah. um, and this I know we are weak, but he is strong. And so we went, you know, with that name, okay, he is strong, we are weak. You know, anyway, <laughs> finally, I think maybe I said, how about just stronger? And that seemed to work. And so we started yeah. by... But everything we had says stronger because Jake was on it and got all the print media. Everything looked great. Um, but then another movie came out yeah. <laughs> that was called Stronger, a big Hollywood Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Um, we were, for the record, we were there first. So. We had it for, we, I mean, because clearly it doesn't take them as long to make a movie as it does us. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we had started before them. But anyway, it, it Really, by that time, it we are stronger was a great fit of mm-hmm. what to move on to because it was just so clear that one of the main themes in the film that God wanted us to put out there is that idea of community. Yeah. Um, one of the most healing aspects that we showed is being a part of a group of other people who have gone through a similar trauma that you've gone through. And uh, so I think that that really reflects that well. Yeah, I I think there's a lot of ideas that are satelliting off of the name We Are Stronger. One is um, we're stronger from trial. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're stronger in him Mm -hmm. and uh, we're stronger together. So there's a lot encapsulated in that that name. And so, uh, yeah, I think it. It worked out. <laughs> it absolutely did. It ended up being the name that it should have been all along. So that was great. One thing I was going to say is just as the something very inspiring to me when I'm writing is to begin by uh, naming my main character something that is going to reflect what happens to them in the film. Uh, so 
you know, for example, back with First Love, I, I really wanted to name Anthony Vero, Vero, yeah. because I looked it up and Vero, you know, was the Italian word for truth. And he was someone who was playing the role of God uh, or Jesus. And um, and then I, but with this one, uh, we wanted to show a character who was weak, but victorious and was being healed. So that's what his, the, the, the main character's name is Victor Raphael, because Victor obviously means victory uh, or a victor, but Raphael means one who is being healed. Hmm. So when we talk about what's in a name, uh, it can almost just help the writing process sure. to inform. Well, I love the, the, the levels of detail and depth and I love stuff like that, that yeah. it's not random. It has purpose and meaning. Yeah. You're, you're good at finding those names mm. too. That's just a fun thing to me. I think <laughs> it's interesting. I always think that's interesting in a, in a book or something yeah. when you find out that, Oh, that's what that name means. You know? Yeah. So I thought, it's kind of fun. So out of We Are Stronger, uh, which is very much um, still being shown around the country, it's going to film festivals. Uh, it's uh, hopefully going to be released about midway through this year. Um, and we're really excited about that. But what's come out of this production is our little production company, which is uh it's part company, mostly ministry. <laughs> um, so it's called Reflective Media Productions. And um, that was really born out of necessity with taking on a bigger project like We Are Stronger. But uh, from that, I think the Lord's given us a, a new vision for what's next. And uh, with that, uh, this podcast is part of that. Uh, we're going to be uh, creating a lot of stuff, um, a lot of exciting things, podcasts, short videos. Uh, we're still going to be uh, pursuing film and uh, series and all of that. So uh, we're going to be busy with a lot of stuff. Um, this is probably the first step in that direction. And uh, it, like we've been talking about, the name is Between Soul and Spirit. And we've been through about a dozen names trying to name this <laughs> podcast. Um, but that was the first one that really jumped out to us. Yeah. Between soul and spirit. Uh, it comes from the Bible. It does. <laughs> and it comes from, and I wrote the verse down. It was Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Hmm. So I just was pondering that verse, I suppose one day and just the mystery of it. Well, and, I, I think this podcast is uh, to put it into a word is about depth. It's about people's um, what impacts them the most, uh, what uh, inspires us the most mm -hmm. and um, what defines us. Yeah. Um, whether that's uh, a testimony of a difficult journey you've been on, whether that's a book, whether that's um, just a topic that we're, we find interesting. It's, it's a broad spectrum podcast, but we're going to be tackling a lot of different things and we're excited about the shows we have lined up. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things coming up, in fact, probably the next one is going to be, we're going to be talking to um, a counseling pastor named Gavin Carrier because uh, in uh, a church in this area is bringing a great ministry hmm. uh, called Reengage, and it is 
it is a marriage ministry that's coming out of Watermark Church in Dallas. Uh, and boy, we've been seeing people from all over the community hmm. come to this and they were just on the brink of divorce. And I, I mean, and, and I have to say that we're not talking about people that are just upset because he won't pick his socks up. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's people who've it's been dealing stuff. with affairs and, and, you know, just all kinds of things. So, uh, but nothing's, nothing's too difficult for God. And, right. uh, it's been a great thing to bring to, uh, to the community. And so Gavin's going to tell us a little bit more about that. And another thing that's going to be coming to the community as well as another program coming out of Watermark as well. Uh, and it's called Regen and it's, it's kind of a Christian 12 step program. Yeah. And uh, that, and that's all over the country, right? Uh, there, there are groups all over the country. I don't know quite how widespread it is beyond. Well, I don't know. I don't know, but you can go on, on the website and you can look up regen or regeneration. Okay. It may be regeneration, hmm. uh, and look for groups in your area. Uh, maybe in that well, that might be a good good idea if you're if you're hearing this and you're going oh wow that's something I'd like to hear more about uh, it'd be a great idea to go on the website first yeah maybe. and see if it's local I mean it mm -hmm. may be in your area if so. you have one in your area or if you are a counseling pastor or a pastor at a church and you're going man the marriages in our church are just really taking a hit hmm. um, look into it because it is a well thought out program that is no no fluff that's that's the beauty of it i went to one of their conferences um to learn about leading and you know they've taken 15 years to 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 take little tweaks hmm. of it it's not like they tried they, to revamp it they revamp. know what they're doing they <laughs> tweaked it and tweaked it until this thing is really a well-oiled machine and it it works wonders hmm. and i don't know if um you know as we mentioned earlier one of the things that we like to show in the film or that we showed in our film we are stronger is the effectiveness of peer group counseling and it basically uses mm. peer group counseling so um one of the thoughts that i had i have to say i just keep talking on and on about <laughs> this because it, it it really i would say can change the culture of your of your church mm. in a lot of ways um because just opening it up opening it up and you know i i don't know who originally said this that church should not be a country club but more of a hospital hmm. and it, it it really is turning it into to that um and there's a big emphasis on opening the doors to the community you know it's not something just for an individual church body but um to really open the doors to the community to say you know come come on here We're, we talk about real stuff here yeah, it's got to break that crust of everything is okay right. in there and to, to have people get up and say, I'm struggling with this and just drop a bomb like that, I think is really foundational for any group to move forward to, together with honesty. So Absolutely. And that is one of the s smartest things, the smartest tweaks they've made. I don't know at, at what point this came along, and that, but it is that at the beginning of each evening, you hear a live testimony hmm. from a couple who has been through it and you hear what God has brought them through. And again, you know, it's not for the faint at heart. It is people have really really been through some some hard stuff and so you don't have to ever feel like oh nobody at church has done this or yeah you know because well, it's, it goes it's along all with addressed it's in corinthians that says no sin is uh no, nobody's struggling from a sin that's unique to them right so really opening things up and it's been a great thing so we're going to talk to gavin and we're grateful that he's going to come talk to us more about what's going on 
uh, with that. And then also in the very near future, we're going to be talking more to some of the actors that were in our movie, We Are Stronger, because as I was writing that film, it became very, very clear that God had a story for us to tell. And he used the stories, the real life stories of the people he brought into the film as actors to inform the the story of We Are Stronger. And uh, so it's really, there's just so many miraculous, I would say, um, backstories that we want to bring out yeah. and talk about and people who have, um, who will inspire you with what they have um and we're, we're going to be going deep with them mm -hmm. with, you know, not only about the film, but just about their life and how they've come to be. And it's going to coincide with a, a new video series. It's called Your Moment of Truth, which is going to be getting to the heart of pivotal moments in people's lives. And we're starting off with the cast of We Are Stronger. So, mm -hmm. yeah, look forward to that. Yep. So I and I would say back to that, you know, name of between soul and spirit. Uh, there are a lot of different ideas about those two things soul and spirit some people would say they're the same thing but most people would say there there is a difference between soul and spirit and there is sort of that moment when uh, that moment of truth when you uh, the part of you that connects with god the part of you that's eternal comes in contact with the part of you that is conscious and thinking yeah. and you know it, it changes your life it changes the trajectory of your life so so we really want to hear stories about that as yeah. well so. Mm. so hang with us i hope we haven't uh drove you away or bored you or anything like that <laughs> we uh are gonna start doing this on a more regular basis and uh we hope that you'll tune in thank you guys for letting me be part of of this first podcast yes yeah. and thank carla for being well, here <laughs> it, it, yeah without carla none of this would be here so. yeah. <laughs>